this is episode three of What's New Player Two podcast, where we're gonna talk about a lot, a lot of things. Correct, right? Am I right, Jay? It, it it's a lot to unpack. Not not necessarily a lot of things, but something that's a lot to unpack. Well, you heard it here. So yeah, on with the episode. So once again, this is episode three of What's New Player Two podcast. I'm your host Anthony, and I'm Jay. Quick PSA. Don't spoil Endgame. I haven't seen it yet, so I will be one of those people. I've seen it. It's fantastic. Alright, so let's start with that then, since we're already in topic. Alright, without spoilers, it is a fantastic follow-up to Infinity War, and it wraps up some stories and some plot lines really nicely, while also leaving room open for continuation. Sequels! Yes, monetization. Of course. And... If you're a comic book fan, or if you've really in-depthly watched the past movies, and there's so much love in it. There's so many, there's so little details that, like, f- that come from past movies and comics. Stuff that I wasn't even expecting to see in there. And it was, it was just, it was a love letter to the fans. That's really, that's like the best way to describe it and that's what i've seen personally too from a lot of um people who have been you know wanting to put their opinion about uh show their opinions of it without spoiling for everyone else oh yeah this so is definitely the i've one seen that if you spoil like that uh the man in china some guy went into the movie theater waited like until there was only 20 minutes left I and spoiled the ending i think so i think someone i think got beat up i think he almost got beat to death <sighs> which uh, okay as much as you love your movie I would. St- I don't think I would never go that far to beat. Them. I can get both beat- sides. I can get both sides, but still, yeah. <laughs> regardless, it's a just, just a movie. I know it's a gonna be the biggest sell. It's gonna be the most. It's twenty two movies worth of build up though. This guy should have expected some people to overreact. Yes, I'm not saying people weren't gonna overreact, but not to the point where you almost kill someone over it. I. I can see it sp- only because, like, if if someone went up to me and said, "Hey, guess what? In Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, I call it's called Rise of Skywalker. I call it Raise of Skywalker because it just seems like that's going to be their ass pull to try and explain why she can do half the shit she can do." But if someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you know at the end of Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, Finn gets erectile dysfunction?" I'd be like, "Oh, well, that sucks," but you know. That, you know, so, screw you for telling me a spoiler about it. But with Endgame, I, I can see getting that angry because it's 22 movies of build-up. And it's really scary to think about it's been that many movies since. Oh, God, yeah. Like, you know, sure, yes. Like, there's always been, like, two or three movies from Marvel every year. And, like, yeah, I remember them, like, being shown off and advertised and all that. Other but than then... Dark World. I keep forgetting about that one. In I, all honesty, it's the only one I'm not certain if I've seen or not. I've seen it. Do I remember what what was in it? Red no, goop. I I don't even think I remember Red Goop. So regardless, you know, it is 22 movies worth of build up, and I understand that. And that is also just it's really scary to think about that we've been around for that around for all those movies that come out, and honestly, how long it's been. Because when did Iron Man come out? 2008? Something like that. The first Iron Man? Uh, Let me actually look that up while we keep... Alright, so one thing uh, Marvel did, which I thought they handled fantastically. This is not... I swear to God, I just... If it's true, 
because I just typed it up in Google, Iron Man, and I saw something. I swear to God, that is actually a spoiler from Endgame. I'm going to be pissed. Well, um... Uh, oh, right, right, 2008. Uh, so, one thing Marvel, uh, to get back onto the... They rebooted Thor's character between uh, Dark World and Ragnarok. Yes, that I that I didn't notice. And well, that's because he went from terrible to amazing. The difference between Thor from Dark World and the first Thor and from Ragnarok was like the difference between oh yeah, that guy's here too to fuck yeah, it's Thor. I love that guy. I mean, I do remember when Thor first came out, like, the only thing that people were, like, really talking His about. Abs. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. that's because that's what Thor was. He was a hot dude with a hammer. And now he is one of the funniest characters. And charismatic, definitely. Oh, God, yeah. Thor's... So, he rivals Robert Downey Jr. with his, uh, he, so much Iron Man. That, too, but, like, regardless, like, they made him definitely a lot more charismatic, uh, after, after his first initial movie. So you want to hear a fun uh, a fun story about how I got spoiled on Endgame but didn't know it? So I was picking up my tickets. Me and a group of people were gonna go see. Okay. And I was picking up the tickets for everyone. Went to the cinema and bought it. And as I was leaving, I was getting in my car, and I overheard a little girl walking away. And it sounded like she was going into the theater because her voice kept getting quieter. And quieter. Okay. And she says something, and it wasn't so simplistic that i thought it would have been a bad ending but it was enough that i thought a child could th could theoretically make this up in their head so i said well that little girl either just spoiled the end of the movie for me or that's a really cute little thing she's come up with in her head and then about five minutes before the end happens i go son of a bitch <laughs> and uh, i realized that a little girl leaving the theater spoiled it for me without me even knowing but that's the kind of spoiler i'm okay with i mean okay like, where I didn't even know it until the end. Yeah. But that ride, oof, was that a good ride. A three-hour ride. Yeah, I didn't notice. Which, that's probably the best thing about that then, because I definitely feel like with Infinity War, personally, it felt like... It, it that, dragged for you? That movie felt like it dragged for me. I, I liked it. Like, mid, like midway through when uh, Thanos was... Um, there was a lull. There was, like, a dip. It was a dip when, like, it was focusing a lot on Thanos and trying to get the well, Soul Stone. The whole movie was about Thanos. No, right? like, when he's trying to get the Soul Stone. Oh, when he's, like... Uh, like, I know that was supposed I to be, like, also... I my destiny once. I know it's supposed to be, like, an emotional scene, and I get it, but... A lot of people say it wasn't really earned, because, uh... I... Sure, he, he shows it somewhat in the movie... And in my opinion, he showed it quite a bit, how much he cared for her, but, uh... I didn't see it personally, but also this is coming from someone who didn't see the Gar Guardians of the Galaxy movie still. I didn't see Volume 2. I saw Volume... I don't think you had to see 2 to... to... It it explains quite a bit, actually. Oh, then, okay. Oops. But it, it, set, <laughs> it sets up, uh... I think it's the one that sets up, uh... That Adam Warlock... I think his name's Adam Warlock's gonna show... Adam Wizard? One of those two. Is gonna show up in a later movie, and uh, I like him. I like. Uh, okay. Some of the names just go over my head, so I don't know who we're talking about. In I mean, most people uh, they only know like the, the main. I know. Yeah, I'm the just higher saying. up MCU's. Um, I've never really gone that deep into comics and whatnot. But no, even like back then, like when I was really into Star Wars as, as like a fourth grader and fifth grader. Um. I did get, like, some random Star Wars comics. Do I ever remember reading them? No, I don't think I did. Oops. The only thing I knew about the Star Wars Expanded Universe was that 
there was this woman who was born from a planet who had such powerful force that she could make, like, she could take, like, a few lightsabers, I don't know how many, and just spin them around her and make, like, a, a ring around her. And I was like, how do you stop that? You can't get it anywhere near, and she can just pull you close. Yeah, no, you won't be able to. It's like, it, you won't get it, but it sounds like a boss from Castle... Well, not Castlevania, but, um... F what? There's a guest character named Fuma. I forget the name of his game. It's, like, Getsu Fuma or something like that. And there's a boss named Rikutsuki. And uh, he's, like, a skull man with a sword spinning around him. He got to hit him through it. And he was kind of a bitch, but kind of fun. Um, anyway, you know, uh, this is a complete non sequitur, except for the fact that swords are spinning. A friend of ours, uh, one time, me and him and a group of other people were playing Pathfinder, uh, and the Finnish supermodel. Uh, I, I know what you meant. I was okay. just, I was just waiting for you to explain more of your story. Sorry, you just, you looked a little confused. I'm just, might have been. I'm just tired. Okay. Well, uh, so his idea was to make a Magus. And what a Magus is, is they're okay at swords and okay at magic. Rather than being good at magic or and bad at swords or good at swords and bad at magic. So like Robin. Yes, From but Fire Robin's Rumble. good at swords and good at magics. Fair. It, it's like a, a balanced version of Robin. Okay. Um... And his big thing was that he was going to get a bunch of swords and use the spell Mage Hand, which lets you lift up to five pounds worth of things, uh, and just get as many swords as possible. And, like, I think he wanted to try and up the strength of Mage Hands or something, or cast it multiple times and make the swords spin around him. Uh, he, he attempted to do this in one of our fights, wherein a goblin reached past the swords, grabbed the hilt, and pulled it away. And that's how he lost one of his swords. Okay. Um, so, jumping to our next topic. Our weekly, of course, we need to talk about a Fire Emblem topic. The Fire Emblem update. In Fire Emblem Heroes! That was a little too loud, but... I mean, it's spiked. I can see that it's spiked. Yes, but... Listen, mm. I had to channel Sharena. That's how uh, she would do uh, it. I know. Um, I was going more Anna. Anyway, um, you know, God forbid we go with the male voices, but... Eh. Yeah, but, like, Serena, in my opinion, is the most iconic. iconic. Because <laughs> you have your phone at 1% volume, and you're like... Fire Emblem Heroes! You're like, alright, let me just sneakily just uh, quickly get them orbs while I'm sitting in class. I've almost then... woke up my brother a few <laughs> times uh, when that happens. I'm like, Serena, shh! I, I just leave sound off now. Well, I usually do too when I do it, but sometimes I forget. I, I've done that with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! isn't that bad, though, with that. Anyway, so, Om finally got an ult. And he's going to get a second And one it's soon. a beautiful ult. His overclass of a overlord is just beautiful looking, and... Was it called Overlord? Uh, It's like a... It's an overlord class or something. Oh, Conqueror. Conqueror. That's it's right. It's called Conqueror? It's a Conqueror. Huh. That's what it is. At least I think that's what they defined in uh, Echoes. I thought they, he became a hero. He did. But then in the deal, I think it's DLC, you can overclass him and then he gets that outfit. Huh. I didn't know about that. Same thing with uh, Celica. Celica also has a regalian um, like queen outfit and looks really cool too. So I'm expecting when she ever gets a legendary ult, that's going to be that. Show me like another red unit, but that's whatever. And when we get legendary Gregor, he could be in a deer suit. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know who's never coming to the game. I am sorry. He will, just not as a legendary hero. Or at all, actually. He'll come in. Yeah, if, when they've run out of characters and they've disbanded if, the game. If they will put random characters in, like, fucking... Wallheart. No, Wallheart people like, so, no, like... No, Wallheart's in the game. That means Gregor has no chance, because who the fuck is Wallheart? People remember Wallheart. People th- said he was a very... Uh, at least people may remember him as a villain. I don't remember him personally that much. I just remembered him in I the game. I remember Mustafa. I do not remember uh, Walhart. I see. That was actually the opposite. I kind of remember Mustafa, not like his shtick, but I remember Walhart, but I don't remember his shtick either. I uh, remember Shenfei and Mustafa. Uh, yes. Walhart, I completely forgot who the fuck he was, and then he came into the game, and I said, who? I mean, think about Libra got put in the game. Libra's popular, but I feel like not popular enough compared to some other Awakening units. Like, a lot- Monk? Right, right, right. I forgot I forgot his name for a moment. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, the children units in that game in specific are also very, very, very popular. Remember, Libra got in the game before Owain. I mean, Libra- Owain is a... Hugely popular character in Awakening, let alone one of the children units. I think he's the most popular. I mean, listen, I get that, but Libra had something Owain doesn't. He can give Noir blonde hair, and that's fantastic. Okay. Anyway, um, personally, with uh, also I think what Heroes has been doing recently, it's actually been kind of nice. Like their Golden Week week has been just kind of cool because all these free. Orbs are giving us the free tickets for the over for the uh, choose your legend banners. It's nice that which this came I really back. like because honestly, got me a uh, brave Roy merge because I needed a plus one of him because I really wanted it. And now this legendary banner has a legendary Marth, legendary Roy, and legendary Alm all in one, and its own legendary Hector too, who has this encounter and that I really want and I rip my wallet if i did even though i did already spend 60 bucks on that banner i did finally get on today thank god even though he's minus speed eh. he still has like 40 he still has like 39 space speed so i'll take it um so he'll at least get up to like 49 that's still a high speed. Still a very high speed, so I'll take That's it. That's like one of the I, I still, he's like one of the fastest he, no, in the game. No, he is the fastest now. Yeah. Base speed wise. And like his base kit. Um I'm very still I'm very happy I got him. Don't get me wrong. I just you know. It's nice to get the the good IVs on your Pokemon. Shut up. <laughs> I I only say that because I know it pushes your buttons. <sighs> I mean, I think it pushed more of my buttons that I spent more money on the game, but yeah, I, my, my trick to avoid that is I don't open that app anymore. Because it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh! where in uh, Duel Links, I have my Elemental Heroes deck. I don't need anything else. I'm not doing ranked. Uh, yeah, no, that game I don't do it either. But, like, even Dragalia I haven't done it in. Um, it's just, it. it's the characters. You love the characters so much that you're I like... Love I love the characters. I love, um, I love Roy. I fucking love Roy. But, uh, I just... It annoys me every time. And I was doing good for like a few months. And then Legendary Rory came around. And I was like, fuck. I one time got dared to buy the largest gem pack. Uh, oh. in, not, not, in, not in Fire Emblem. Oh, still. In Azure Lane. Still. And then I built waifu ships. 
and then I deleted the game because I was like, why did I spend this much money on this fucking game? Oh, uh, see, no. I, I, I would only, as much as I hate doing what I've been doing with Heroes, I would only do it for games I would like. Like, Jagralia Lost, uh, <laughs> with their Fire Emblem Heroes crossover event. I mean, today, of course, I get another five star that isn't the part of the focus. I didn't get Veronica or Fiorm, which I was hoping I got. Lily. She's cute. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, motherfucker. It was a staff unit. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get Veronica? It was like, nope. I'm like, all right, I'll just stop. So, but yeah. that game's also been very fun for me recently. Uh, doesn't help. It does help that the five room characters are in it. But it got, regardless, that game has been getting more enjoyable for me. And let alone having actual co-op in the game is a very, very, very nice touch. Yeah, because Fire Emblem doesn't have that yet. I don't understand. They've been doing everything, but like this new, like the actually, for instance, thank you for bringing that up. The latest update for Fire Emblem Heroes coming out is going to have a thing where you can uh, use, I think, from what I can tell, actually, let me pull up Fire Emblem Heroes real quick to see what actually in specific it was. So in, in uh, Ether Raids, of course, it's what it's focusing on. Um, you could play a friend. You could do a pl- uh It's a thing called to play a friend in mock battle. You can um. Can actually, you, you can let me it. let me rephrase that. So you can actually test your rating party against a friend's defense map. So like, let's say you want to test uh your part your rating party against my defense map. You can now do that, or you will be able to do that. That's and cool. like, it's cool. But like this is nothing. Like this is another mode or an an, an addition. Another pseudo. Uh, that's like multiplayer. pseudo multiplayer, but not really. Where it's just not like Dragalia, where it's just oh, here's this mission. You want to join in with a bunch of friends? Go have at it. That would be cool if you could take like your main unit. Just take your and ma- yeah, you and like, three friends. Take, take your main, main unit and like make a mode that can let you do it. Or even if it's not like an actual like combat centric mode and have it somewhat linked to like Ether Resorts. Just do something like that. That would be even cute, too. Just having to be able to control your specific unit and just fuck around in, like, a hot spring or something like that. That would be fun. And I know people have been, like, complaining about that for where that should be a thing. But, like, also, I slightly get it to where I don't don't think they would really... At least so far, they haven't been able to find a way to incorporate co-op in an actual, like, you know, one-to-one way. But... Regardless, so I definitely am excited, or not excited, I'm definitely happy what Heroes has been going through right now, and it's been kind of better than it's been released as of late. So, um, yeah, and also they're adding um, new weapon refines once again. Who's getting it? Faye. Um, Which one? Echoes Faye, because I have to, you know, there's like six Faye's. So she's no longer got the uh, fire sweep? Nope, she's going to have something called Devoted Bow. We oh don't know. god, what is that? She gets a bonus if she's with all. Um, that'd be really funny if that's the case. Uh, we don't, you know, we won't know until the uh, actual <clears throat> update is out. So all we know is the weapon names and uh, what they look like and who's getting them. So Lucas is also getting one. Oh, so it's like, is it like all echoes? I wish. Uh, and Stall and um Sully are getting weapons. What are theirs called? Bull and Panther. Bull spear and pa- uh, and uh, and um uh, Panther sword. I think. Something like that. Why didn't Kane and Abel get that first? They did. They did? Yeah, the, the last weapon refine update actually was them. It was them, Perry, and I think it was Hana. Perry got an. Oh, God. Perry got one, Hana got one, and Kane and Abel. Didn't Hana. Isn't Hana's, like, really good or something? Hana's is very good. She has Swift Sparrow built into it with, um. 
What's her? Uh, her armor slaying. Armor. So slaying. she has an armor slaying swift sparrow. Yeah, that's a... it's very good. Um, hopefully my my personally my next character I definitely think should get a weapon refined is Ninian. Ninian is the one of the desperate dragon units that needs an actual stone that will be useful for her because she, her stats alone are so not good to where i know she's a dancer so like you don't really need it but like her thing her uh dragon stone doesn't do much for her compared to at least now teak both tiki's have a refine and Oh my god! Actually, another thing, but I know we might get one. I don't want that. No, we. No, is, is good already. Doesn't mean they won't make it better. Because Noe's a bitch and a half in all the PvP modes. Like I hate her in arena because all I get is her. And like, yeah, I know I have Roy that could technically uh, handle her, or Soren, or if I use like Julia or Deirdre, who are actually dragon killing uh, units, but. There, she's so annoying to see in the arena, and I'm like, I don't need to see you. And Legendary Tiki is another one, but it's like seeing uh, Link on Smash Bros. Online. It's like it, you know, on his own, he doesn't bug you, but every Link online is so annoying. Very true. Um, so now going away from heroes for a bit, and sticking, still sticking with Fire Emblem. Um, Nintendo's been doing, um. Uh, Similar advertising now with three houses, like their Japanese Fire Emblem Twitter, to where Japan with the Japanese Fire Emblem Twitter usually they'll actually post like a blurb of like specific uh, things coming into a new game. Like this is Clyde. That's He's a fancy boy. That's exactly what they're doing now on their main Twitter account, which I kind of like, but also I'm not. Is it Clyde or Claude? Claude, but it wasn't Claude, Claude that was actually today. Today was um the the boy McDonald Archer's boy. Oh, uh, God, what was his name? Um, it's not... Dimitri. Edel Dimitri. I was Dimitri. Like, it's not Edelgard, and it's not Claude Clyde. Yeah. He looks more like a Clyde to me. That's why I keep calling Which him Which is Clyde. fair. Um, But, so now, like, what they've been doing, they've been showing, like, you know, the portrait art, and then, like, the full body art, and then giving, like, a blurb of the character, which I'm, which I'm okay with, because I want to know more about these characters, who we want to eventually... Because uh, isn't it coming out relatively soon? July. 26. Shit. I know. How many I... months away is that? Jim? Two. Two? Two. Yeesh. Yeah, we're in May. Oh, Think God. of it like that. We're in May, oh, dude. God. It's gross. Um, Isn't E3 like only like a, a month? month? Yeah, but I mean, that I haven't been that excited for unless, I mean, the only thing I might might be excited for is for like whatever Nintendo will show. Yeah, Even though DLC. What they, well, yeah. But they said already that they're only going to be showing stuff that we have already seen, uh, from what I heard. So, Mario Maker 2, Damon X Machina. Uh, Astral Chains. Astral Chains. Which I, I I'm excited yeah, for. Yeah, I want to learn more about that one. Still hoping for some Bayonetta 3 news. Uh, have, so, we, have, have we seen any of it? Not since the initial reveal at Game Awards. So then we've technically seen it. 17. <laughs> And then when Astral Chains was shown off, after that, the uh, pre the present uh, the presenter, I forget his name, uh, said, "Oh, Dorian, the team is still working on Bayonetta 3. And I'm like, "That's great," but I still haven't seen anything, and I really, really, really want to. Um, but don't they always say like, "Oh, we're only gonna show off uh, what we've already shown," and then they like find a way to do Nintendo stuff and sneak other things in? Well, there. which uh, which I think that's still gonna happen. They're gonna have like new reveals and whatnot, like Fortnite two. 
what would even be the point? What would be the point of Fortnite 2? I don't know. There's a sequel to an MMORPG, which name I can't remember, where the sequel stopped getting updates, but the original one still gets updates. It's not World of Warcraft, because I don't think that one has World of Warcraft 2. But there is a game. It's called, it might be called, like, Legend, Legacy or something like that. I don't remember. But there is, there are sequels to games that don't matter. Uh, say, I'm not an MMO guy, so I really... Neither am I. I. I know, but I have no knowledge aside from knowing about World of Warcraft from my friend. Otherwise, that's about all my knowledge I have. Um, what, so, you've never seen the World of Warcraft movie? What, are you someone with a life? I, I, I think people who have seen it have a life. It's just that I, I heard it's just most video game movies don't interest me. The only one that interests me is on Detective Pikachu, which funnily enough, even my mom was like, you know, I like, I'm sorry, but it's really cute. I actually can't wait to see this. I'm like, I don't blame you. And I'm like, oh, but they also showed, um, also today the Sonic the Hedgehog, you know what he is, right? Mom was like, yeah, I'm like, well, you know, here's what he looks like. And then here's what he looks like in the movie. And the segue, oh eh, my god, eh, so, Mr. Sonic fan. So, as so, so as, everyone already knew, as everyone knows, Sonic the Hedgehog, made by uh, Universal, I think. Paramount. I Paramount. Think. Paramount. A big budget Hollywood movie based on Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out, and they managed to not only. Make him the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But they also managed to make me want to not see a Sonic movie. There is a fan-made YouTube video that is free that you can watch. That is a Sonic live-action movie. He looks fine in that. He looks like an IRL Sonic. He looks stylized. He looks just like the character. It, this one, oh my, it's so horrific. He has human teeth and fingernails. Oh, okay. So going back to the teeth thing. So like, you know, Sonic has teeth. Yes, we knew this, right? That's fine. Hedgehogs have teeth. They but don't have, have human, human teeth. The human teeth part really grosses, grosses me out to... Also, he's only like a foot tall. I mean, the foot, his height wise and bottom me is literally his... His entire face and mouth is just... And his, his body. His everything. His, his everything, yes, basically. And then um, fucking Dr. But, Eggman, oh. Oh, actually, see, that's the one thing that I actually would kind of give the movie some credit for. I think Jim Carrey could be a good I feel Eggman. like Jim Carrey is going like, to not save the movie, but definitely... He'll be... He, he, he could definitely be one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie. Which... And that's my point. I feel like he will be probably the most enjoyable thing from that movie. Um, you know, I do kind of like the idea of, like, showing, like, Eggman's, you know... Transition? Transition into Trans becoming him. Even though, from what I heard, that last, like, clip from, like, uh, the trailer... Where you see him. Is supposedly something that just shows up at the very end. And so it's like a, or like a an, sequel setter? Yeah, or like an after credit scene. Please don't let it be a sequel setter. Yeah, no matter what, even if it is a quote-unquote sequel setter, sequel setter doesn't mean it'll happen. I don't want them to think they have the rights to make a second one. I mean, I hope Sega just kind of understands. I mean, this movie was destined. Whatever happened to Sega does what Nintendo... Nintendo, Nintendo did make a Mario movie. Then they didn't make a movie for years, and now they're giving out... Well, them and Game Freak are giving out... Uh, P uh, Detective Pikachu, and that everyone's initial, everyone's reaction to that, those trailers had been monumentally better than 
the leaks and sneak peeks that we got of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, that's because they didn't make Pikachu have bug eyes and three antenna. And just look gross. And why is Sonic electrocuted, electrified? Yeah. Whenever they pick I up his quill, it's got electricity I coursing through I it. I didn't get that either. I and was... he's not wearing gloves. His hand fur is just white. Yeah. I, 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 I just don't understand how... Oh, God. Paramount. It's, it's awful. Paramount literally thought, oh, no, this design is perfectly okay. And because from what I heard... um. On a Twitter thread that people, like, somehow got, like, word from Paramount, uh, they said, like, they were saying, oh, we did not, we didn't like Sonic's original or current design, so we wanted to change it. And I'm like, but you knew everyone, a big reason why Sonic the Hedgehog is still popular to this day, even though, yes, he looks so fucking cool. His design is what keeps him relevant and just popular, popular, basically. Even though his games have not been as good. Oh, yeah. They've been glitchy, horrendous messes. But Sonic himself is one of the coolest looking characters, in my opinion. I love his design so much. He's cool and also an oddly simplistic design, but very effective. He's so much fun to draw. That that's like a big part yeah, of his That thing. is a big part too, is the fan art. He is that, so I much fun to draw. So that so I feel like just the way this movie's already setting out, the trailer whenever like they would throw in the jokes or they, they didn't land. They all fell through for me in general. The jokes didn't seem that good. I didn't even realize there were jokes in the in the trailer. Well, that's the thing. It was trying it to, but it didn't, and that's that was, it was my so it was so bad. It the only way it could be worse if they like eventually showed a zoom in on his feet and his shoot he wasn't please, wearing shoes please, let's not let's his not fur let's, color was just that and he let's had, not like, let's not disgusting let's, rodent feet please let's not give them that idea because i do not other people have that idea by now i'm sorry it's oh, just, I, oh i mean God. yeah i just don't everything about, about the it. sonic movie looks horrendous it it just they they took a a, a formula a concept that could work so simply so easy. Like, I think, yeah, him being, like, an alien from, you know, a different... They've done that before. They which Sonic is fun. X, you know, which works. I think, totally, that works. Like, like honestly, like, the setting and, like, the story seems okay. I really I really do think, like, the, the what they're going, like, the trying to go for is okay. But Sonic's design almost kills it to... It's so gross. It, it really does kill it. He I looks really... stinky. Like, he looks like he would smell bad. I'm also very glad though that they, that they did not get any of like the previous video game voices of uh, Sonic to. Uh, I I wouldn't want to taint any of them. Oh, and that's like, and that's thanks. including Boom. Like that game's already tainted the voice, but like this movie would taint it even worse. I mean, at least in the at least in the cartoon, uh, his uh, his the character. The cartoon's funny. It's funny. Um, you know who uh, you know could have possibly made. Uh, me enjoy Sonic in this movie. The only man whose voice could have made me enjoy it. I'm waiting. Jaleel. He hates Sonic. He I know, hates he do, doing do, the roles. Do you think the mic? Do you think they're going to try to get him in that movie for a quick, like a like for a, a quick cameo? You think I, that's going to happen? If they did, like, if they paid him enough, you think he would do it? I think the only good scene in that movie they could possibly make. Is Sonic standing outside of like a, a chili dog? <laughs> of like a diner, and he sees four, like yeah, four guys eating a chili dog, and it's all four of the voices of Sonic. 
That would actually be pretty cool to have Jaleel White, Roger Craig Smith, um, and he waves Peter at them and they all. No, not Peter Kalanis. He waves at them and they all look at him like, "What the fuck oh, is, is that, that thing?" It's gross. Ew. No, they wouldn't. I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they would ever do that. Even though it would be kind of cute, but I don't think that will happen. Oh no, definitely wouldn't. It's, but it's I a feel good like, idea. Also, I feel like Sega would want to try to pull the plug on this, or try to, or tell them you need to fix this. Sega makes bad ideas, man. I know like, that, but like they've been doing decent er, decisions. Not ideas. I mean, I mean, they said they've been doing pretty good. They got Joker into Smash. They're getting. Did they? I thought that was Nintendo's call. Yes, but Sega, but Sega's part of Persona slash Atlas. Mm. So you know, right then and there, uh, Atlas and you know Sega and um, Sega and Atlas actually in general, they've been doing a lot of crossovers with Sonic and Persona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You could get human hands and forces. You can literally, yeah, you can literally use Joker's sk- uh, outfit and which I did. forces, and in Persona Five, dancing and Starlight, you can literally give Morgana a Sonic the Hedgehog outfit, or you can give the characters Yakuza uh, outfits. So there's so many, it's like you know, it's like right in there, their relationship is good. So then, and Sega, Sega Nintendo, Nintendo have like, been very good. They're like best buddies now. So, you know, that's why, you know, yes, it was Nintendo's decision, but, you know, it helped that Sega and Nintendo are very close, so therefore it was easier to get Joker into Microsoft Smash. and Sega are, are, are good buddies because Nintendo is good buddies with both of them? I think so. I, that's why I still think Microsoft still has a chance of getting a rep in Smash. But that's besides the point. Um, also, it's really funny to see all these game companies becoming so friendly together, like the Survive Together thing, and then PlayStation's just sitting there like, fuck you. I mean, that's whatever. Um, all right. Can't so, say I'll be sad to see it go, if it goes. I don't think it'll go. I don't, a I, lot of people like PlayStation, so. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I still don't think, at least in definitely in our uh, lifetime, I don't think we're going to have only one con- main uh, game console in the in in everyone's homes. I still think you know, you're going to at least have a few competitors. Maybe it might not be Sony or Microsoft. It could be like um, Nintendo and I don't know. Capcom. No, not Capcom. Capcom. They, they make a they make a comeback. It only plays uh, Capcom published games. Pl- Pachinko. No, that's Konami. Konami. Sorry, Konami does Konami. They make, uh, like, Capcom. I did like. A few pachinkos, but not to the length Didn't of Capcom. Didn't they do House Konami. of the Dead? That's can that's that's Sega. Mm. There's a House of the Dead pachinko though. I thought probably Sega did that. Sega does that. Sega has Sega has a lot of things. They don't do just video games. Well, um, they also they make great video games that aren't Sonic the Hedgehog, but they uh, or publish good games that aren't Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, they also make them like uh, I know they make them. I'm just saying, like you know. Again, they do the pub- pub- the they publish. They do out. publish Persona. The publishing ones actually come out. The ones they make, nope. Um, like when was the last Samba de Amigo? <laughs> on the Wii, I think, and that game was so much fun. There needs to be a Switch version of that, like or just if, a new game. Even if it's just a port, or it's just a new game. I'd I'd play the shit out of that. I mean. Sega has definitely been, especially on Twitter, I've been seeing them doing a lot more surveys of, like, asking fans, you know, what games you want to see and other stuff like that. So, like, they're definitely trying to listen. And I'm definitely expecting them to, like, do something good. Do something with these uh You think Danica Patrick's going to get into Team Sonic Racing? You think she'll come back for that? They pay her enough. And I, people want it. I mean, she's my main in Sonic and Sega's, uh, Sonic Racing Transform. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Okay. I unlocked her and she's my main. Okay. Because, you know, Danica Patrick's my favorite Sega character. Okay. Uh, I, I just don't. Wreck-It Ralph and Banjo. Wreck-It Ralph's my secondary in I that one. I say, Banjo's in the first one, right? And so yes, he was my main in that one because he's my favorite Sega character. You no know, Banjo. Uh, not Banjo. Um, Billy Hatcher was my main in that game when I played it at my cousin's. Oh, God. I, I, there needs to be more Billy Hatcher games. <sighs> I sometimes think that, and other times I don't. Um, I still never beat that game, and I really want to. I've beaten it, and I've played the shit out of multiplayer. I play shit out of multiplayer, but I, I need to, I need to go back to the game. Um, alright, so going, switching to that topic, actually, what game, or games, have you wanted to go back to and beat if you have not beaten them before? Uh, uh, let's see. Jimmy Neutron, Attack of the Twonkies. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, I, I beat Madagascar on the PlayStation, but I wanted to play it again. Uh, I've wanted to go back and beat Simpsons Hit and Run. A lot of old, like, uh, PlayStation 2 games. and I wanted to unlock Super Sonic and Sonic uh, Riders on the GameCube. Uh, a couple others that I can't really think of right now. So what about you? A lot of this is going to be RPGs because RPGs take a while and sometimes I lose patience. Like, right now, I keep going on and off with the original, going back to Persona... Going, trying to beat the original Personas and, because right now I'm only, I'm trying to do it chronologically, doing from one and then two, uh, Instant Sin and then two Eternal Punishment. There's two twos, mind you. It's like, I, whatever. What is up with JRPGs and not being able to name worth shit? They can, it's just like, it's certain series that do that. Um, but like, Persona 1, I keep going on and off with, we're trying to beat it and then like, I don't, and then like, I then I stop playing it for like a few weeks then I go back to it then I don't it's so annoying and I really want to because I really do like Persona I really want to see how it started and you know like I want to see the story of the first game and well the first three games that people don't know or don't play and then you get those hardcore fans who are like oh Persona 2 is the best and it's you know you know whatever and you know funnily enough that was uh how I originally was with Nier Automata when I had it on the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. uh, and it would just be like, play for five minutes, turn it off, and go, never touch it for weeks. And then, of course, it came out on Xbox. And I, yeah, I'm but like my, the, even though when I, like, sometimes I'll play on the Vita or I'll play on my TV, it's, it doesn't really help me. It's just, you know, if I'm in the mood for it, I'm in the mood for it. If I'm not, I'm not. Um, a lot of Final Fantasies I've not beaten. I've not beaten a lot of them. I've only been the 13 trilogy and 15. I turned on 7 one time. I am basically... In 7, I'm at the very... I'm at the end. I just can't beat Sephiroth's final phase. Didn't grind enough? At this point, yeah. But, like... You I don't feel like going back. I don't feel like going back. I basically know what happens anyway in that game's case. Uh, final Fantasy VIII is another one that I really want to actually beat. But I keep dropping it for some reason. And it irks me because I like Squall. Uh, he's my not my favorite. He might not be my favorite favorite, but um, you know his, his game. His his game is something I really want to actually just like know about and whatnot. And I just keep dropping it. I really want to buy Final Fantasy Ten Ten Two's remaster on Switch, but I know if I do that, I'm not gonna probably beat it <laughs> or play enough. So I'm like, do I really want to do that? So I haven't done that. And uh. Tales of Symphonia and Zestria, I've been I played with one of our friends, and then Zestria, 
I played it by myself for a bit, and then I stopped playing again. I'm like, son of a bitch. I got uh, Graces up to the final dungeon. I got Vesparia up to the final dungeon, and then my Xbox died, and I just bought the remake of it. And I haven't gotten far in it. I no, it, neither one have I really done. I I, I got okay. Symphonia. I'm a little bit further in than Zestria, but regardless, I still haven't really done much into it to where you know I have not. I'm not. I haven't been essentially. And then going back to Billy Hatcher, have not been Billy Hatcher, and that's a game I very, hold pretty close to my heart because I was one of those GameCube games I just grew up with and I just I enjoyed very much, even though I never been it. So that's definitely another game. And then just to end this off, a little part of me kind of wishes I went back and beat Dark Souls, but... I'm fine not having beaten Dark Souls. But, yeah, then I think about, like, you know, I'm fine with it because that game is just, like, that franchise is just a gatekeeper of, like, oh, get good, otherwise you're a bad gamer, and that entire... I'll give them that with the first one, but uh, the second and third one... I've seen a lot of people uh, dying to, uh, like, poor enemy placement or wonky controls I, uh, or, like, glitches. I mean, that's that, I feel like that's a whole... I mean, that's just per- me personally. That's what I, That's how I see a lot of the, the, Soul, the, uh, the Soulsborne games or Sekiro. Bloodborne looked fun. Bloodborne looked fun, definitely. But I still feel like it has that weird wonky control scheme that, like, I'm not a fan of, personally. At least that's how I think of it. I'm not saying it's a bad I game. I didn't like the look of Sekiro. Yeah, you would. Fi- yeah, I really didn't like the look of it either. Even though I like, you but know, then even, again, even though we're weebs, so. I. But then again, I, I knew I wasn't gonna like Sekiro because I was like, that one's a samurai game. I prefer night games. And ironically, I'm the opposite. But even then, I'm like, I'm not gonna play it. And if I do, I'm gonna get very frustrated with it. So I gave up on that. Yeah, it's funny. It shows in like when that those like three times we played for honor. I have I play Viking and Knight, and you only play like the samurai. Yeah, and that game that's another game I kind of eh, it's all right. Um, I thought it was fun to goof around with just you, me, and our two other friends. Yeah, even though that got personally for me that got me a little bored. Um, so oh, one last game. Uh, I wish I uh, I want to go back and play. Uh, Dragon's Crown. I got it on the PlayStation 3 and when I had PlayStation Plus and it was free. And me and um, my cousin and some a, a tenant we used to have, uh, we played the shit out of it. And I played as the archer and I had so much fun with that game. And I keep thinking, oh, I should get it on the PlayStation 4 or the Vita. And then I always talk myself out of it because I will never turn on my PlayStation 4 and I have to send my Vita in to get the joystick fixed. Yeah, and I get that. I totally get that. Um, so, <coughs> um, so switching the topic real quick. Uh, anime I've been watching recently. W- Want to actually talk about anime for one since I feel like we really don't talk about it too, too much yet. Um, so... Since, uh, I think we said this before, but, you know, we, the way we usually watch anime is with, in, with English dubs, usually never, uh, Japanese, um, dub with the subtitles, just because, you know, that's, that's just the way we grew up, we grew up with, and personally, we just enjoy anime more like that, so, you know, 
And sometimes, if I like the look of a show, I will watch it subbed if there's no dubbed available. And then the dub will come out and I'll watch it again that way. I will only watch sub personally, if we're going, just to uh, talk about this, if I if I definitely think a show is not going to get a dub, even though, funnily enough, like, the, like three of the shows I watched subbed have been dubbed. Those were, those being Konosuba, ReZero, and um, Tanaka-kun is always listless. Oh, actually, four. Um, and haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto-kun? Those shows I watched sub, and I enjoyed them. And then, like, months or, like, a year later, they're like, oh, now watch them with dub. I'm like, you motherfucker. I watched Is That a Zombie and... Is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon sub? Because I didn't think either one of them were going to get a dub. Yes. And then, like, two years later with the zombie one. And, and then, then I told you about, um... Is it wrong to is try it wrong. Up? And I think I have that on DVD now. You do. I don't think you have the OVA, though. I don't know about that. I, the only, I think the only stuff I have the OVA for is... Because it was $5, High School of the Dead's OVA. That's fine. And I only had $5 on me that day, and I thought, fuck, fuck it, it, let me buy something. I get that. And uh, Problem Children's Blu-ray came with Came it. with it, yeah. And that's that's a show they need to make more of, because they, they don't, and it's got a fantastic story <laughs> in the mangas that aren't English. The only way I found them in English is by someone translating them from the French version to English, and it's not even the full thing. Yeah, I'm shocked at that. I'm shocked that's like a series that has not been published in, uh, in America yet. Because I think there's so many like other like niche and random series that get published from like Gen Press or um... you know it's in, in I think it's Indonesia. It it has its manga in Indonesia. Is it not a Japanese made? No, 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 property? no. Like it, it's from Japan, but it's been uh, the manga's been translated into it's been French. translated and published in more of the asian um european areas yeah french okay uh not english mm -hmm. indonesian i can't remember maybe prussian uh, i only say that only because oh, too because like you know that's a that's a random niche show but like i've like another random show that i watch called uh what i think it's what that was another sub show that I still think won't ever get dubbed. It's basically uh, these nerds um, who try to, you know, how the, how their relationship would go, and it's really cute. And oh, that, I think I've seen that. And that show, uh, that sh uh, that uh, show's source material came uh, got published in America. I'm like, that's weird. I feel like that would be, you know, and that's why I'm shocked that um, Problem Children isn't um, published, published in, in America. America yet. Yeah, that I it. It baffles me mm -hmm. that it's it's in so many rent like various places, but no one ever like was like, let's make an English dub because uh, England, America, Canada, uh, United States, Canada, they all speak English. Although Canada partially speaks French. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so going back to what I was actually going to talk about, though. So what I've been watching recently with um, since you know um, I know it, I know the Japanese. Uh, version has been finished for I think a week or two, but Mob Psycho 100 season two finally got its English dub that was promised like weeks ago from Funimation, and I know that entire thing was because of Crunchyroll's uh, depart and then just how they were going to probably um, wa um, stream it and where it was going, but they finally got it out and it's going to be and it's as of right now as the as of this recording. 
It is going to be um, streamed with every with new episodes every Thursday, I believe. So, um, I am. That show is a very, you know, like you know, it's good. It's good. And like I watched the OVA before it because that was also brand new that came out with the dub. And like it was basically like a recap slash like a new episode mixed between. It was an hour long OVA too. So, like, you know, I enjoyed the show, and, like, watching, like, the recap, I'm like, you know, Ozzy, I miss the show a lot more than I thought, and, like, it's a special kind of show, and, like, the first episode, two of season two, was like, yeah, I miss the show, this is a good show, I cannot wait for more, um, so I'm very happy that that show's getting now a weekly release, and I'm, you know, excited to see what happens, because I know the finale of season two, I saw people tweeting about it, vaguely tweeting about it, not like spoilery, but like basically like, you know, how good of a show uh, this really is and how, you know, just Mob as a character grows and something like that. And I'm like, I'm very excited to see how it's going to actually play out now since I can actually watch it more easily. Um, I, uh, what's it? I've been watching, um... Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Go. Uh, I've been watching some of that show, uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, and it's it's yet to do the the thing that makes me go, all right, I'm done with this series at least for now. Like uh, the the slime show, the born another. That one was a great show. Like it was it was pretty good. It was kind of funny. Uh, I, it was ex- uh, predictable, but it had very good lizard babies very very good lizard babies and then um it it completely lost me as soon as he gave the lizard babies their name because it took a perfectly fine lizard person and made it into a waifu and i was not okay with that how dare you ruin a perfectly good lizard of course one of them became a dragon and i love the fact that he became a dragon but but some of the lizards i think just like three of the lady lizards became waifu bait while the rest of the lizards didn't and it was very annoying how inconsistent that was like it was it was the show had been decently inconsistent with uh well not decently inconsistent decently consistent with if uh, a goblin gets a name they become a hobgoblin if the leader of a goblin village gets a name he becomes a goblin chief if more villages join him he becomes a goblin king like it there there was like an actual like build up to what they are uh, go- orcs become this thing ogres become this thing and then they screwed up at the lizard people specifically so they can have a few waifus and I'm I'm, I'm like no how fucking dare you and then they introduced a stripper lolly and mm. and I was like well they've jumped the shark yeah, yeah, I, and I've jumped yeah I never I never jumped in that show to begin with the only shows around that time that were uh, being streamed Weekly were uh, Fairy Tale and Black Clover. Those are the only shows that I really kept uh, up, kept up with, and then sometimes uh, miss the uh, one week episode, and then I just catch up. But um, that would catch up with Black Clover. Those show I caught up with that show very quickly, and I was kind of disgusted with myself a bit. Just it's a good show. I get it, it takes a bit, but yeah, it gets pretty fun. Um, I still think it needs to take a break. Yeah. Because the animation's definitely crippling from that, and let alone just really should take a break in general, but that's that's a whole other conversation. Um, but I, I forget if we... I, don't, I forget if I ever talked about this, but 
the the other show that I've been watching uh, weekly is the Fruits Baskets reboot. Oh my god, so good! It's so nice to see almost everyone come back, and it's just a beautiful show. And were you the person who was ranting about it? Who their first sentence was "Kyo is still a babe" or something like that? I might have said that, but Kyo is. Fucking literally the most recent episode of him, literally, um, cause like they changed a few things from the manga and the original source material, which is fine, cause of the way that I, you know, it's regardless, the product itself is amazing. Um, but like, you know, they show Kyo in the shower, and like he had, shows like his back muscles. I'm like, all right, damn, he's pretty nice muscles. And then like he runs out of the shower and he has like a six pack. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is he like banging jacked? now? I'm like, well, I understand why he's jacked because he's a martial artist and he trained in the mountains for like three months so therefore he probably got muscle from that but it's just now weird seeing that especially when you originally watched the original where that wasn't actually even a scene and let alone when he was shirtless you know they didn't have any abs and even in the manga he had no abs or no character really had abs so seeing just uh really just seeing these characters in a more modern animation style and just character uh design in general it throws you off a little bit, especially when you're coming from the original, but it also just shows you how much more love and detail that they're bringing into this and just having, in the English version, um, almost all the main characters' voices back. It's just so... It's really nice hearing Laura Bailey reprising anime roles, especially one that is this iconic for her and just beloved. And, you know, hearing Kyo and Yuki and doing having their um, voices, back. voices back and their uh, banter, it's just really nice to see. And then, it's, and, and then the episode ends. And then I gotta wait another week. I don't mind waiting weekly for shows. I really don't. It's just, in this show's case, even though I already know what's gonna happen... And since I read the original and watched the original... It's a special show. It's a special show, but... Oh my god, I really fucking just want to binge watch that show. And then, th as of right now, the latest episode that's going to be coming out uh, this week... I'm dreading because it's one of those episodes that I was very emotional about. And now, going to see it in this style... I'm dreading how I'm going to be hurt by it. And then... There's a few episodes from the original that they're gonna have to go that they have to come up to that's gonna be like, oh my god, how's this gonna feel for my heart? And then when they actually get to the other climactic parts that weren't animated that will be, I don't know how I'm gonna handle myself because my god that that shows that story just gets so intense and so dramatic. It can be a little melodramatic at some times, but it's such a wonderful story and just has wonderful characters and just it's it really is again a special show that 17 years it's been since the original anime came out in america and has kept with so many people including myself for that long to where it got it still got this much support even now and to even where they got even original actors back from Amer in America who have moved on to other bigger things still had the choice and you know they felt like they need Reprising. to come they need to come back for this since they know how much it meant to some people and even to them as the as as the actors since you know 
especially for these actors, it was so long ago. So much stuff has happened. Some most of these um, actors have had kids now. Their kids are graduating high school or even college. Holy shit! So it's been so long, and it's just seeing the because it, it really shows like the growth, but growth from you know the English actors um, reprising the roles and just show, seeing like how much they've grown as an actor and also just the anime itself to where in the translation department how much more things have been you know re-edited to where the pronunciation pr pronunciation of people's vo uh, characters uh, names have been changed to reflect more of uh, the original to where now you know instead of like Kagura uh, how they said the original now they say Kagura how now because that's how you say her name in most other renditions if they ever uh, say it. Also, like, Shigure. is not Shigure. Um, Toru is... They usually, Yo, Shigure? Shut up. I said it weird. Uh, like, they do with Toru is, like, Toru now. They really, um... It just shows how much also... Effort and love they put into this. And It really... Yeah, very much so. And also just really shows how much anime itself... Has just has changed. Has changed from, you know, 2002, I think. Fruits Basket came in America to now 2019. How much has changed from just animation and just the way it's handled now? And the quality of it. it the, the quality is a whole other thing in general, but yeah, just it really is surprising how much an the anime community and how it's now brought to us is just so different from how it was to where we had to watch it on Toonami um, every week or Kids WB, depending on the show, and Hopefully they release the DVDs and then you gotta hopefully find the DVDs or VHSs. And now it is so easy to watch anime. You can literally just stream it and you can even watch it an hour comes after and after an hour after it comes out because in Japan. Japan with the English subtitles so you can watch it almost immediately. And I still feel like as a as an anime in, it's it's so surreal. It's so surreal and also in the anime community it also I feel like so many fans take shit like that for granted now to where oh, there's so much. so much more bitchy and a lot more... I feel like it really is a lot more negative. That's in a lot of communities and now. I know. But, like, in the anime community in specific, it's so much more gatekeepy now. It's just so that, gross. Yeah, that annoys me how much gatekeeping there is. You know, is. like, especially, like, with, for instance, the sub and dub wars, quote-unquote. Yeah, like, watch how you want. Watch how you want. Don't shove your ideals down, your, down someone else's throat because you don't like the way they watch it. Unless... You're saying that we should establish a communist state because it works every time except for the ones it doesn't. Okay. Don't give me those pointer fingers. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. Uh, I think the only thing that per personally the only thing, only thing that kind of frustrates me with that with that um part of the community is when they clearly have an English name of an anime title and yet you still want to refer to it as the Japanese name even when like most a, of the time. Bukua Hiro Akatamiya. Yeah, that one really irks me. You just say, just say My Hero Academia. The reason why on in the anime, the fucking title, you even have the English title Girls propped aren't up allowed on to there. call it by its Japanese name. Because Boku Wa stands for I, as in a young man. That's what Boku is. So, little, so girls, women, they can't say Boku Wa Hero Academia because they're not young men. And old men can't say it either because they're not young men. Okay. That's, that's what Boku stands for. 
I don't care. I don't watch. I don't read. Uh, fuck. Listen, I took one Japanese class. I didn't take Japanese. I took English, and I can barely do that, as you can clearly tell. I took one Japanese, and I've learned. Nope. Because I, I my knew... teacher would be disappointed with how much I remembered. I, I had her too, but I had her for sociology. She was. She was nice. She, she 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 enjoyed the Japanese much more than her other class. Probably. I can, be, I can guarantee you that. Probably because she let a lot of discourse happen in the sociology class, and I wanted to stab myself because so many people were so. Anyways, this like, isn't pop culture. No. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it, it's really scary how, especially being an anime fan since you know the early two thousands, really is scary how much it has grown. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I. I feel like that's probably a good point to uh, jump off to end this episode because we've been going for quite a while and it's it's one of the longer ones. Yeah, let alone you know anime can. <clears throat> yeah, so many. Well, it's it's a big rabbit hole. Well, same thing with video games. So technically, both subjects that we talk about for the most part in this show is. We, well, it's not limited to anime and video games. No, but those are the main subjects that we that's true. that we also know about and talk about at least and know about <coughs> in the sense of just like you know what we watch and what we hear, not really. Not like in depth. Um, oh God, no, we're not. No, we're not that. Not refined. We're not that. Ref- we're not that refined or professional. But um, so yeah, this should be a good place to end. end. Yeah. Join so. us next time when I uh, discuss the trippiness that is the Sonic X cartoon. Oh, are we doing that? That's happening next. That's week. gonna be next week's episode. Yes. Oh, interesting. It's gonna happen during next week's episode. I don't oh. know. It's gonna be the whole thing. Oh, but, oh, 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 I gotta hopefully think of something else for that. Or. Uh, Topics for that. Unless I can think of something, I'll be fire emblem. You got a week. Don't worry. Yeah, but if anything, I always got fire emblem heroes. Love you. I love you more. Oh, so you have started to love them. Uh, Slowly. Very, 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 very slowly. My love came from the beginning. Mine takes a while because I'm more, um. Not a whore. I wouldn't say a whore. I have more standards. You guys gotta work for my love. Alright, on that note, bye.